The best thing you can hope for in this life is that the rest of the world will forget all about you. Coot Veal shifted his shotgun from right to left and checked the fake Rolex on his right wrist. Buford Dufour had bought the watch for 40 bucks in Bangkok when he was in the Air Force and sold it later to Coot for 50. Half past four, he said. About time to give up, I'd say. Pace Ripley pulled a brown leather-coated flask from the left hip pocket of his Army surplus field jacket, unscrewed and flipped open the top, and took a swift swig of black bush that he'd filched from his daddy's bottle. Want any? he asked Coot, holding out the flask. Nah, I'll get mine shortly. Pace recapped the flask and put it back in his pocket. What you mean, Coot? Hoping you get forgot. Coot Veal, who was 58 years old and had never been farther away from South Louisiana than Houston, Texas, to the west, Mobile, Alabama, to the east, and Monroe, Louisiana, to the north, who never had married or lived with a woman other than his mother, Culebra Suazoville, who had died when Coot was 49, grinned at the 15-year-old boy, his friend Sailor Ripley's son, and then laughed. I mean, it's not in a man's interest to let anyone interfere with or interrupt what's there for him to do. Coot pulled out a pistol from his hip holster and held it up. This here's a single-shot Thompson contender, loaded with two, two, three rounds. Not the biggest gun in the world, not the best either, but it suits me. Read about a Seminole brought down a panther with one in the Everglades. Coot replaced the pistol in its holster. Zanzibar slavers over a century ago called the gun the Sultan of Africa. The world's still ruled by weapons pace. They're what separates the operators from the pretenders. Pace looked out over the marsh. He and Coot hadn't had a fair crack at a duck all day. Water had somehow leaked into his high rubber boots and soaked his woolen socks. Okay, Coot, he said. Let's hit it. Getting skunk like this is insulting.